said the gummy bear to the tiny twink. Ouch. Do you queer what I queer? Come ye tune in for more. Hi. Hi. Hi, Elliot. How are you? I'm good, Thomas. Tom. <laughs> I've never called you Thomas before. Oh, I think you do call me Thomas sometimes. I'm good. How are you? I'm um, fucking fabulous. It's Thanksgiving. Good. Happy Colonial Genocide Day. Oh, um, sad Colonial Genocide Day. Sad Colonial yeah. Genocide Day. Thanks for catching that. I have yet to say Happy Thanksgiving to anyone. I just I just refuse to do it. I right. understand the sentiment. But I, I said it not. to my family last night because when I'm around my family, I'm all like, you know, I just, I'm so white. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to like go. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Go into that headspace. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to Do You Queer What? I queer and that's Elliot and that's Tom and we're Dickwick. Thanks and for listening. Thanks for listening, and you should subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. You yeah. should rate and review. Yeah. You can ask Siri to subscribe if you if you um, can't use your arms for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. She'll do it, but she'll censor the podcast name. But she will do it. We hate Siri. Yeah, in this podcast, Siri is the patriarchy. She is the patriarchy. <laughs> Again, we've done it again. Um, we always get happy and then get really sad. Anyway, no time to be sad right now. We have nope. a very special guest sitting with us today, Anton, my cousin. Hello. For Thanksgiving. Bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, mon I can't petit chouchou. Actually, I just do the bonjour part. But hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. This is very Thank exciting. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm Help. like a guest on Oprah. That's right. I'm if not going to jump on were the like couch. angry faggots. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she though? <laughs> I like that take. That's a hot take on Oprah. How are you on this on this fine day? I'm fantastic. No, I'm just fine. That's an exaggeration. I'm fine. It's it's been a it's a gloomy day, so It is quite a gloomy day. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, you know, with the weather. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Let's put that into some colors. Elliot, what's your color today? Can you go first? I have not thought of it. Uh, I haven't thought of it either, so I guess this is going to be really organic. Yep. My color is like, um, like, um, oh shit. <laughs> no, no, I need to look inside for this. Okay, it's like a gravelly gray. Okay. Like, um, like an asphalt, like, uh, on the school, gra- school yard after all the kids have gone home and it's right. like rained a bit. Right. And it's like wet and sopping. And sad and lonely and just like totally ready for people to come play on mm-hmm. me, but t- completely, utterly alone and dark and gray. I love that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Anton, do you have a color or would you like me to go? Um, well, I've, kind of, I've, I've been thinking about it. I'd, I don't know, like a, like a dull turquoise mm. not. Yeah. Oh, color theory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why. It's just like you know, it's not vibrant. It's a feeling. But it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a mood. Hashtag mood. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love that. I feel like we're all very on the same yeah. same wavelength. What about right you, now. you big faggot? Um, I'm gonna go off of your like schoolyard imagery, and I mm-hmm. feel like I'm um, the color of like corrugated iron, like of the flagpole <laughs> on the asphalt that the kids have played. Um, Did you say corrugated iron? That's not a word, is it? Oh, I, I think it is, but I actually don't know what corrugated it's like, means. It's like when it has ridges in it, like on a roof. Corrugated oh, yeah, iron. that's not what I meant. Like then. a condom? Um, like, like, a, like a tin roof. Like I a meant, tin roof. Yeah, it's like a tin roof. What's oh. the color of the metal that's been like smashed together? Fuck, there's a word that I'm not... Rust? No, no. it's like... It's like um, 
galvanized iron. Um, when it's I don't even know. Galvanized. Wait a second. Okay. You know. <laughs> Your color is galvanized corrugated iron. Do you know is when you right? do you know when you look at a flagpole and it's like dappled? There's like lighter. Dappled? What are these like words? Lighter. Listen. Okay. Let me get through it. Okay. I am a flagpole standing alone on this um, empty playground of yours, Tom, uh-huh. um, because. Like, my flag is a little bit limp. Like, if a wind picks up, I could lift up a little bit higher. But, like, mm-hmm. my resting mood is very, like, solitary. And, like, um, I have that, like, tangy taste and smell of metal. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, like, depending which way you go or depending on, like, my external surroundings, I could potentially perk up and get erect or potentially not. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That's my color. I love I love you when you're erect and when you're not erect. That's really sweet. I love it. Uh, I guess uh, so. To go off the story, I'm just a bit inspired by this flagpole. Mm-hmm. What is the flag that you're flying? Um, listen, it it's like uh, it's one of those ones that's the Canadian flag, but then also underneath it, there's another flag. Um, yeah, and I think the second flag should be like I don't know, um, like the fisting flag. Does that make sense? Yeah, because totally. it's like is nationalism. Then, because like, you want to fist nationalism. There we go. That yeah. that's it. Nail on the head. That's yeah. a good take. Yeah, that's a hot take. Color right. corner. Good. So I feel like we might all need to collectively lift each other up as we go through this episode. Yeah. Yeah? I'm done with that. Great. Let's do I it. always need to be lifted up. Well, I mean, you tell. Uh, so you studied color theory in school, did you not, Anton? Yes, I did. So, um, like, go. In, can you go into that? Because we talk a lot about colors, but I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, there was a textbook that we got, and I paid, like, I don't know, like $100 for it, and I didn't read it at all. <laughs> mm, yeah. So a lot of it has escaped me. But I don't know, you know, I feel like it's... you. Uh, when escaped you, you, it sounds like it never entered you. It, no, it, it <laughs> didn't. Yeah, no, I held it closed and it didn't enter me, though. But, <laughs> Story um, of my dating life. <laughs> yeah, that's really bleak for you, Tom. <laughs> but it... Um, you know, I feel like when you go to art school, you already know, kind of, you have a feel for colors, even though you can't put it in words. Right. So a lot of us was just like, cool, we kind of know these things instinctively. I mean, I feel like it's a, it was a textbook for people who have no idea what art is. So when I went to art school, um, I was that one person in the room that like needed the lessons so badly just to function. Then all my other friends were like, oh, I already did my like final project and it's fucking this. And I know everything about this theory. So I definitely would have, I would have used that textbook. And in my art school, my final project was just crying in public. Oh my God. (laughs) So I did really well. Is this podcast just an extension of that? Is this performance <laughs> so art? So. <laughs> You're just milking that degree as much as you so can. So those things were rehearsed. This time I'm being caught out for being a fucking stupid faggot. <laughs> um, we never checked in with you. Um, we call each other faggots on this podcast. Is that is that okay with yes, you? Yes, I am. I am familiar. Yes. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Of course. I. It's like the only word I'm iffy about, and that I'm kind of, I uh, kind of loosening up about now is the N word. And mm. they use it all the time in Insecure, and I'm trying to bring it into my life slowly. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard that I must watch that show, and I have yet yes, to see it. Yes, it's amazing. It's what really show, sorry? Insecure. Chloe Insecure really likes it. I'm okay. Issa Rae. Cool. cool. It's, um, it's amazing. Okay, I'm into it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a black show. Mm, yeah. I need to watch more black shows. Yes. Yeah. That's not, like, not Tyler Perry movies. Like, an no, actual... No, Medea's Boo 2. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I've been told to watch Star. Speaking of black shows, apparently that's amazing. Blank. I've no never idea. heard of that. Okay. What's what is it? No, <laughs> Tom just shook his head. Just like a title. What is Insecure about? Um, it's this like twenty-something. Um, it's Issa Rae who is who she started on YouTube. She had like a uh, what are YouTube shows called? Web, oh, vlog. Web Video- episodes. Yeah. Like I don't know, a thing. 
And she it was called Awkward Black Girl, I think. And she kind of spun it into a show. And it's just about her, like, she's 20-something, and it's how she na- is navigating life. And her friend, she has, like, BFF and guys and all that stuff. And it's very, very real. Like, mm, it's cool. it feels, it's funny, but also extremely real. Where can we watch this? It's on HBO. Um, so, or, or Crave TV. Oh. Crave TV, strange. if you have Crave TV. You have HBO Go, right? No. No, of course not. <laughs> we're gonna find a way to watch this. Yeah. We're gonna I'm just this. gonna come over to your house and watch it. Oh, that that's not that's an option. We can have an insecure marathon. Yeah, there's three seasons now. Insecure marathon. That's my life. <laughs> like actually, you're the that's color theory one. textbook of an insecure marathon, Tom. So let's just Fuck keep you. building on this. I, I we have a Fuck question you. that we want to ask you, um, but before mm. that, I just need to do a quick correction corner from last week. Um, I oh. given is that fine? Yeah, given the story I'm of Paul Bateson. And I forgot to mention that one of my sources was My Favorite Murder Podcast. In yeah. fact, a very large part of my source. I did use a blog that I mentioned, um, but just want to give credit where credit is due. Well, there are mothers. Basically, yeah. yeah. I, although, like, recently on their podcast, they've been talking about people that claim to be inspired by them, but then do things that they don't like. And I'm just like, ooh. But, yeah, they're, they've inspired us. They, I, don't, I th- hope they would, they would not dislike us. I like to think they would feel an affinity with this podcast. Who Jesse, find out, please. Can you email them? Can you email <laughs> both of them, please? Um, also, second thing, this is like less of a correction, but I listened back to that episode and I literally sound sociopathic. Like all empathy had drained from my voice. Um, I just want to say, like, I was exhausted. It's not an excuse. So I've I asked... I've asked Tom to do... I don't appreciate this uh, correction. This correction? I, I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> I've asked Tom to do empathy checks for me going forward, so... Well, then I, I would have to speak up every 10 seconds. That you know is I mean? so fucking rude. Please, <laughs> please just do it politely. Can you? Maybe? No? For fuck's sake. I don't know. Ugh, fine. That was correction. No, it's not. It's not something about empathy. You just have... Um, uh, I think it's your academic nature mm. that when you tell, when you give information, mm-hmm. uh, Elliot, you do it in a very sort of like dry <clears throat> clinical way, which Whew. is totally um, f- fine and probably good right. in that world. Right. Whereas, like I've been told, like to put a tactic behind every sentence so that you have literally an emotion attached to everything you say. Right. I don't have that training, and I wish that I had it. Um, but clinical is not a word I'd use to describe myself. So I feel like I need to get better at the portraying aspect. Um, also, maybe it's because I have an extremely hot temper and I've been like trying to cool down all the time. You do have a hot temper. Yeah, I can't tell. Yeah. No, seriously, I'm not being sarcastic. You I don't was like, you're like already attacking me and I've met you for three <laughs> minutes. For He's never raged out at me, but like I am close. Like I feel like I've been poking you recently. He and, really has been, yeah. Um, I kind of want it in like a sexual way. I just opened it. <laughs> I watched his brain catch up to what he said as he was saying it. Listen, if, if it's in a sexual way, it just needs to be on air. Like, it just we just need to not hide that from the world, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, is that a thing, like a por- podcast porno? That is a really good question. We've, I mean, we're about to do, like, we're about to try that, right? <laughs> we do have a it's gimmick. the next episode. We're having a gimmick coming up for, we're doing a Halloween spooky episode. Yeah. I can't believe we're plugging this, yeah. but <laughs> we're going to, like... Uh, I bought Elliot for his birthday a gigantic double-ended double dildo. Oh. Yeah. So we're going to do that on air. We're going to try and insert it. I don't know how violent that's going to seem to listeners. Like, that seems like we're really walking on I don't strange. think Jesse wants us to do it. Jesse told us he's actually not going to be here because he's scared <laughs> it's going to be messy. So Ew, like, what yeah. does messy mean? I don't know. Um, I have I have one more thing I want to anyway, plug. Anyway, I'm so glad I can talk about this openly with my cousin. It feels nice. <laughs> 
I'm glad we're having this conversation. <laughs> You're like, remind me to unsubscribe yeah. to your podcast before <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> On my phone right now. Yeah, right. Um, last thing, I'm sorry, I'm being dry and clinical. <laughs> yes, I'll use that against you for the rest of my days. Um, this is really important. Everyone who's in Toronto right now, there's a municipal election coming up. October 22nd is the date. Please right now take the time to put it in your calendar. The polls are open all day. Um, if you're feeling like an advanced voter, the advanced polls open from the 10th to the 14th. Um, and all of the wards can vote in the advanced polls at City Hall. There are places closer to each ward. It's online. You can look it up. But City Hall is just a good thing to know. Please fucking vote. The stakes are very, very high right now. Mm-hmm. Municipal government has a lot to do in our um, civil infrastructure. Uh, it has a large part to play in our lives as Torontonians. And we need to have a fucking voice, especially as young people. Not that there's only young people listening, but a large part of our listener base is. Um, last thing I'll say, if you're still unsure, like most of us are, there's a thing called Vote Compass Toronto 2018. Right now, Google it, screenshot it. Take the test later, and it we tells both did you, it. Yeah, we both did it, and it tells you the um, party leader that you would align with most, the municipal candidate. Have I want to hear the it? results. What did you get? Uh, we both got Jennifer Keysman. We did. Oh, uh, but having said that, Vote Compass was really uh, interesting, and I, I actually appreciated it a lot. But coming out of it, I don't know. Like, I still don't know enough about the candidates. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, when I say that, yeah, I got Jennifer Keysman, I, I don't know enough about her platform mm-hmm. to like stand behind that. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I would encourage everyone, ap- even after Vote Compass, to like really do your research on who the candidates are and what they stand for, because I haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. My friend, like Catherine, shared it and was basically like, "This is a great preliminary thing. Like, use this as a launching point to do more research." Um, and we still have time, right? Like, yeah. we have. Um, two weeks basically so get mm-hmm. on that listeners please and thank you and share that tell your family um, at your next family gathering talk about it openly we need to yeah there's because there's some scary people on the ballot too like Faith Goldie is literal human garbage yeah oh she's on the ballot I have no idea she was on the ballot she's on the fucking ballot for mayor oh how is, sad yeah is she actually yes that's really upsetting. Well, she's not. She's, there's no way she's gonna win. Can you check that for me, Jesse? She was at the. She was um at the the debate. The debate, but she was kicked out. She'd forgot to file her paperwork on time, and they were like, "No, you can't, because you forgot." And then she like made it a whole free speech thing to like storm the stage. Oh, I thought it was the paperwork to be at the debate, not the paperwork. To it was. Be the it mayor. was. The, it was the debate, oh. not the mayor. So you still might be. Right. Are you on this, Jesse? Thank you. Um, Faith so Goldie. Because I, I hate him, so it works. Faith Goldie's like a Nazi sympathizer, um, yeah. terrible trash person, if you don't yeah. know. But anyway, sorry for, sorry for those serious corners. Um, <laughs> glad we got that out of the way. Anton, this Anton, is. Anton, like, yeah, sorry. We've just sort of steamrolled over you. You're yeah. the most important mm-hmm. person here. You're our guest. Oh, Why don't stop. you tell us who you are and what you do? Ah, uh, that's a tough question. It's so loaded. Um, yeah. Uh, I, work, I work in advertising, uh, I'm an art director. I feel like people always ask me what that means. Um, and once again, that's also a loaded question. So much explaining to do. Um, should I explain it now? Should yeah, I, just I would like to know because I, I actually don't. You don't oh. need to be very intelligible if you don't want to. You can lose all that on this podcast. Okay. Um, it's, I don't, you like in advertising the creative department, which is what I work in, where the people like come up with the ideas for the ads. Like we get a brief from client, then we're like, they want to say, I don't know, that add plans are awesome mm-hmm. and they photosynthesize and they like we want to see these results and people buying plans and then we get the brief as creators and we come up with the ideas and i work with a writer so it's always like this teams like an art director and a writer our cool. director is kind of the visual person and the writer is 
the writer. <laughs> and and um, yeah, then we, we the people come with the creative ideas and get them like going and like check in at multiple stages to ensure that the thing getting produced is what you had envisioned from the start. Cool. So, does that explain anything? Yeah, I feel like it's that very makes yeah, it sense. does actually. You're like you and the writer are like the meat and potatoes behind the like meal that is yeah. advertising. Obviously, there's so many parts them? of it. Meat and potatoes, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> we yes um yeah we're like the the sad mean like from russia meat and potatoes <laughs> are you from russia i can say that i'm half i'm half belarusian so and half um zambian so i'm black so which is why i said the n-word earlier i can say it so and just in case anyone was confused <laughs> about that <laughs> this has been race discourse <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so I have a question that might be kind of loaded and it might launch us into something else. Mm. We ask all of our guests this. I forgot to preface this with you and I apologize. No, no, I think I did. You did already? Okay. Um, how do you use queerness to a political end or do you think queerness might be political and can be used? You can take it however you would like. I'll, I'll answer the first part, the second part. Yes. I mean, I'll answer it all, but starting with the, the second part. Yes, I do think it's political. And um, I don't know. I've tried. I feel like it's inadvertent in the way I do it. I don't have, sadly, a conscious like plan, step by step plan to kind of effect change per mm -hmm. se. But like at my job, for example, we um, like we we do casting, we and things like that for commercials. So. I try to keep it in my head when I'm casting to kind of, that's one tiny thing, to kind of diversify casts because so many commercials, I mean, now it's kind of, it's kind of getting more um, like out there. Diverse. Diverse, mm -hmm. yes, out there. So yeah, that sounds wrong, but it's getting diverse. And um, I try to keep that on top, top of mind because ultimately when I started, I found a lot of things kind of, and talking about race and advertising especially, that's a whole separate issue. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it would be kind of, people be like, yeah, we want a diverse cast. But at the end of the day, you don't really get a diverse cast. You kind of get a standard, like a stereotype of like a Canadian mom or a stereotype of, I don't know, a young person, which is usually sadly um, white. Well, not sadly, but sadly for the situation. And um, I try to consciously like, I'm like, I want, I want that person particularly because they're Asian or that person particularly because they're queer or, mm -hmm. and sometimes it gets through, sometimes it doesn't. It all depends on ultimately like talent too. But that's one thing I've been doing at work. And um, that's a fucking huge thing. Huge. That's amazing. Yeah, we've endlessly talk about that. Like yeah. that's so important. Yeah. I, yeah. It sounds, I mean, it's, I, I mean, I feel like I'm making it sound like bigger than it is. It might not be that. I, I think, the I think impact, it's really big. Yeah. I, I don't want you to downplay that. Even if it's a small thing, like if the public is seeing it, if it becomes normalized in any way, like it, you can never really tell person to person how it's going to affect change. But like personally growing up, even just seeing a few gay people on television, a few queer mm -hmm. people, like gender non-normative people, like really makes a lasting impact you know and it's definitely we need to treat it like it's as important as we think it is does that make sense yeah no representation matters also like you raised an important point that i that find good. really interesting and i don't know if we've ever said it on here but like we are very um against um white supremacy and straight washing and heteronormativity and like it is sadly that these people are white only in the instance that we live in a structure of white supremacy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think a lot of people get mixed up to so like, it's not okay to be white. Like I'm inherently wrong. It's like, no, what's not okay is the system 
of oppression of anyone who's non-white. And if you're inherently in that system, then we need to work against it. Does that make exactly. sense? Yeah. Uh, you just remind, like my friend, uh, one of my coworkers was actually telling me about, um, like uh, her dad is very, very right wing. And she had this conversation about white privilege with him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's not a thing. But then she had a conversation with him because people, when you hear white privilege, people assume it's like you had, um, like it was easy for you or something. Like right. that's the default view of it. Right. And she had a conversation with him and she was telling me about how she like explained it to him, how it's not, how you said, it's not like you're not at fault for being white. Mm-hmm. It's just, you get a kind of, not a pass, but like things, the system is set up for you more than it is for other people. Yeah. Right. It, and it doesn't mean that you haven't gone through hardships. Exactly. It just means that you being white has stopped you from going through sp- these specific hardships. It hasn't exactly. made it harder yeah. because you're yeah. white. Easier in many instances, right? Yeah, exactly. And when she had the conversation with him, he was like, okay, I kind I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. And I feel a lot of people have not have... for her. Yeah, right? That's amazing. And mm-hmm. I feel a lot of people, that's the issue I feel, is a lot of people don't, like they shut off because it's not... They have this definition in their head and they don't want to hear. And maybe we're not doing a good job of explaining it as like, you know, minorities. I don't know. But a lot of people don't want to hear that and don't know that because people have a completely wrong. Right. They'll get their guard up. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? And like psychologically, like people's core beliefs are guarded so heavily that whenever something assaults it, like the wall goes up stronger. Yeah. So we need to all fundamentally kind of meet on a level where we're like. It's like loose shifting ground, you know? And like, mm. I come off really strong. I know that's shocking to most you people. Do. Shut the fuck up. But <laughs> this is on. really important for me to remember because like, you're right. A lot of people instantly have this have this thing where like, oh, I'm attacking them fundamentally and therefore they won't engage with me. But like, when we can insert this kind of nuance, I think it's really important to these discussions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, why are you Tom's looking at me with such like weird like No, I'm proud of it. I really <laughs> like what eyes. you're saying. I'm I'm like looking at you dearly, which I know you're not used to. That's why Yeah, I'm really thrown off. I feel like you're gonna like hurt me or like turn off the podcast or something. You seem upset. Um Okay, I really like that answer though. That's amazing. So it's like queerness for you is something you like activate. Like you like put it into practice kind of, right? I yeah. fucking love it. It's not theory. You're actually making like you're yeah. making a difference. Yeah. No, but I feel much. I feel like I feel like every like LGBTQ plus person in the world kind of in a way in one way or another is trying like even if they're not fully out or they don't like fully embrace their identity like in a subconscious way I feel like everyone's kind of because you know it's well I guess except maybe a crazy like closeted Republican mm-hmm. <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I know a lot of like really passive like good looking white gay guys though. That's, I suppose that's fair. But I, I don't know. I feel like in a way, everyone somehow does something in their own little... Because they know it's, it's it affects them too. Yeah. Or I don't know. I just... I want to assume that people, or at least people who are minorities, are trying to change even a small thing in their own lives that yeah. is going to change people's views or attitudes. I like that. That's that awesome. makes sense. Like, yeah. You're right. Unless you're like vehemently outspoken against this. If you are a queer person and something affects you, even if it's like staying silent when everyone else is being homophobic, like that can still be big for yourself, right? Mm. Is that kind of what you're saying? Like it's like everyone finds their own ground in queerness and like it's political because you're queer? Yeah, exactly. I th- Yeah, I like that statement too. Like it's political because you're queer because like that's our lives. Like, yeah. You can't, it's constant like juggling of like your identity. Yeah. 
Which is sad that we still have to do that, but... I know. Just to snowball off this, if you don't mind, uh, I want to circle back to something we were talking about last week about Brett Kavanaugh. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you mentioned uh, something that... I know. Sorry, I know. I'm sorry, sorry to all of our No, I have too. a lot of things to say about yeah. <laughs> Okay, great. Well, let's just go there then, but... Uh, you said something last week, and I agreed with you that like well, maybe we're not the best people to be talking about this and that. And I, I think that's wrong. Now. Me too. I've thought about that since I said it too. Uh, I think it's a part of uh, accomplish ship to uh, to be the people. Like you know, like yep. women are angry, and but it's up to also men to really mm-hmm. be very angry. I think I did that thing where I like get ahead of my own thought, and I said something I didn't go back on. But what I meant is that I didn't want to talk about like the experience of sexual assault right. or like survivorship right. because it's my domain to say out loud that I support survivors and I support yeah. them coming out whenever. But I didn't want to like pontificate on the politics of being a survivor. If that makes any yeah, sense, yeah, okay, it felt yeah. like I was muddying it. But I agree. Um, everyone should speak about this. Yeah, it this. should like, us be being mad because like women's rights are black rights, our indigenous rights, our queer rights, our human rights. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. We just all have to work together yeah. at beating down the patriarchy. And, and silence is the biggest tool so of that So let's system. be so yeah. angry about Brett Kavanaugh. I am fucking pissed about it. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't I mean, even, even for someone, I was just having this discussion yesterday, even if for someone who will like, completely disregard for some insane reason the sexual assault allegations Mm -hmm. just the way he handled himself uh, in that hearing was how i don't know how you expect him to be like impartial i have no idea when he specifically called out the clintons he was threatening people he was ridiculous (laughs) fucking threatening them well yeah i laugh only at the absurdity i know there's nothing funny in this situation but like you're what the actual fuck the irony that his position is of supreme court judge makes no sense like no i mean i guess it makes sense when the president himself is this enormous fucking just the d- display was despicable you would not get any job if that no. was your job no. interview. like don't like fuck it i know that you want to dismantle roe versus wade that's so obvious yeah, yeah, yeah there's a million other candidates that can do your fucking dirty work why don't you dump this sexual assault guy and get someone else yeah and right. it is important to say like because the judicial system it's still alleged um, but I don't think that lessens this argument anymore, whether he did or not. Personally, I mean, I <laughs> think the writing's on the wall a little bit in terms of how he dealt with it. But mm-hmm. it, you're right. It's his very attitude. Like, it's the kind of person who will be representing America. It's like, the definition of what we were talking about before, the white privilege of being like, but oh, I went to Yale and I did this and I'm a judge, so I deserve this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, he deserves something. Yeah. It's, it's so ridiculous in my like, mind. No, sweetie, you don't deserve no, it. No, you don't. You don't no. deserve a fucking thing because no. you went no. to Yale and you fucking... I he wasn't beer. even top of his class. I knew, I read something Donald Trump was like, he was top of his class at Yale. Of course, Donald Trump says things that <laughs> are just like out of thin air. But like, he wasn't even top of his class at Yale. So, no, that was Rory Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> Enough with Gilmore Girls stuff. <laughs> Never ending. Sorry. Um, can we circle back? Do we have any more Kavanaugh Corner? <laughs> sorry. I no, don't corner. be sorry. I'm yeah. really, really happy you said that. Um, but can we circle back um, to you being Belarusian? Yes. Yeah, Belarusian and Zambian? Yeah. Um, and I'm just curious. Um, I don't know, like, how old were you, were you when you came to Canada? Were you born in Canada? Not born in Canada, okay. born in the Soviet Union back right like the year before it disbanded. Wow. So, yeah, communist manifesto. Communist I don't know where I was going with that. I but don't I need w- to bring it up for you. To, I just meant like in talking about our queerness and everything, I think mm-hmm. like location is really important. And do you think your background informs queerness differently for you or... I feel if it's it was it's weird because it's both two cultures that are very homophobic mm. and like 
intrinsically and um yeah it was i mean i don't know i don't think i pulled anything from it like i grew up and i didn't have a lot of like exposure to um i know uh gayness or any kind of like talk any conversation about that i mean like you know all the only exposure i had was on television right so and i like it's not I know you like your family, for example, Tom is very like very cool. And even though they're not like the like they're obviously not a young millennial family. It's like, oh, my God, my son Skylar is gay. Skylar, <laughs> <laughs> You mean my mom. <laughs> yeah. But um, the fact that they were, they're so cool and so accepting, like that's amazing. And yeah. I never I, I like I love my parents to death, but obviously there's a lot of um like hurdles for them mentally to jump through right having like my mom grown up like legitimately in the soviet union and my dad in africa it's very yeah it's a very like loaded topic so as i was growing up i didn't really get a lot of exposure to that yeah and we never had conversations about it besides like oh how sad is it that like this person's uh child on tv is gay Mm. which happened once or twice not always but like you know when it happens and you're like oh do they know that that you're gay Yes, now they do. I mean, it's not public. Like, not they do, but not everyone does. Like, right? Um, I don't think that many people from my hometown will be listening to this. Hopefully, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, they know now. Which right. was, yeah, which it, we we still don't kind of really talk about it. I I don't know if I want us to. It might be weird, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Are you guys? speaking still like oh yeah for sure no everything's like everything it was like this huge thing that exploded and then it got cleaned up really quickly and then it's like things went kind of back to normal nice but um but there's no discussion about it it's kind of like did even happen Mm -hmm. you know but i mean i don't know if i if that's i don't think it's great it's obviously not great but i don't know what the alternative would be yeah where are your parents now uh in zambia and do you uh, how often do you get to go visit them? I'm actually going in December, but um, before like before this trip, I was there last two years ago, so I don't see them in person a lot. And that year was the year like it was the year when I finally told them, and we had that was like in March ish. And then at the end of the year, I was going there, and I was so nervous about it. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be the first time I see them in person oh. since I told them what's gonna happen. But like I said, it wasn't it just it was there. Yeah. Yeah, there's no real conversation about it. Besides the usual concern, like, be safe, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, my cat's being, like, very aggressive right now, and I don't <laughs> know why. Um, yeah, I mean, that leads me to something I kind of wanted to say in light of it being Thanksgiving, is just, like, um, obviously it's very important to remember that Thanksgiving is, a like, a celebration, essentially, of colonial violence, um, and that the land upon which we were selling, celebrating Thanksgiving was forcibly taken from the Indigenous people, But also, on the other hand, it's like anything like Mother's Day or Father's Day, like when something is family oriented, like Thanksgiving, I think it's really important to remember that. um, And I'm I'm not speaking to your case right Mm -hmm. now, just like a lot of queer people uh, don't have families or a lot of people just don't have families for whatever reason. But especially as a queer person, I feel it because in my community, um, like the bars are full on Thanksgiving, like gay people and queer people uh, don't. I don't know, don't have the same kind of support system. So for all of our listeners who are in kind of a position of power or have a family themselves, um, I think it's important to kind of like reach out on Thanksgiving. Um, you know what I mean? Check in with people because that can be really isolating. Yeah. Um, yeah, it goes back to like chosen family too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, absolutely. Is there anything I've learned from RuPaul? 
mm-hmm. to choose your family. Mm-hmm. It's so true and it's mm-hmm. so powerful. Yeah. That's like the queer community's biggest tool, I feel, is that we get to do that, you know? Have to do that in many cases. Yeah. God, I'm really good at being a downer, aren't I? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I, I don't think that no, I don't think it is a downer thing that you're saying. I think it's really positive. Yeah. Uh it's nice to to, you know, even have a community that you might consider a family. And like I'm really proud of of um my family, we've had our struggles, mm-hmm. um, and it's really nice that they're so, um, like, you're part of, like, I call you my cousin, you're part of my mm-hmm. family now, and that's that's really special. Yeah, um, really, well, very welcoming family. Like, honestly, every time, like, this is my, uh, with all events and, like, family events, everyone's like, oh, what are you doing for, I'm go- like, I'm going to see my family, I'm going to see my family. And I, I don't, I, I kind of don't elaborate unless people are like, oh, what do you mean? Your family's not here. But you guys have really been awesome. Love it. And all the events, everyone is like kind of, you know, boozy. That's fun. Oh, yeah. We're very boozy. <laughs> very yeah. Boozy. Tom is the drunkest after family events, which is always very <laughs> surprising. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, we get a lot. I, I'm, I'm especially thankful because uh, it hasn't always been uh, like this. Mm-hmm. Like I like when I was a teenager, it was really difficult. Um, so it's nice to be able to embrace and yeah, it. that's yeah. amazing. I feel like like to after I had the experience with my parents, I kind of I don't begrudge anyone that kind of uh, initial reaction because mm-hmm. some people it's just I on one hand it's like it's not obviously it's not fair, but some people just don't like can't fathom these things and they never had to think about it and the reactions are suddenly so like you know drastic and you feel like it's the worst thing and i i got mad at first but i'm like what did you expect honestly it's really like ultimately it's it's partially their fault but it's not really their fault that Mm -hmm. they grew up in a system like this so that's so true i was watching that's so optimistic (laughs) it is (laughs) i never think that way but i'm glad you brought that energy (laughs) i was watching please like me and it's kind of a stupid comparison but there's this scene i don't know if you've ever seen the show yeah I've seen. um so like when this is maybe a spoiler it's been out for a while but when arnold's gonna come out to his parents and josh's dad is like listen the one thing you have to remember is they're doing their best like everyone's just doing their best and it kind of like hit me because mm-hmm. that's not where i come from a lot of the time i think everyone should do better and that's <laughs> yeah. so unfair because you're right it's it's systemic most of the time these people don't want to react negatively to this it's just like what else are they right. going to do? My family right? was staunch Catholics. Like, they didn't fucking know what to do. They yeah. told their whole lives that it was wrong and evil. Yeah, exactly. They needed time. I yeah. mm-hmm. wasn't willing to give them time, but they've taken it. Yeah. I think, yeah. And, it's, it's, and it's, they've come out on the other side better. Yeah, it's a process, right? Yeah. Um, what would you say to anyone who wants to get the courage to come out? Like, was there anything that helped you build that up? Or, um, I don't. I don't think... It kind of... For me, it happened, like, just... I wasn't planning on it. Mm. I'd been thinking about it for a long time, but I had no concrete plans. And it just kind of slipped out. I just said it. Really? Yeah. Slipped was, out? Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't do any planning? Or? No, I didn't do... It was over Skype. It was It was, It was. was intense. It actually started because of my... I was thinking of, like, getting my hair, like, bleached and dyed gray. Cool. And then I, was, I, I asked my mom about it, and she was kind of like, why would you do that? That's And then she, go, she went on this kind of, like, weird side note that was like, oh, it's kind of like, you know, uh, like, girls and gay thing to do, to, like, dye your hair. And I was like, no, like, everyone does it. It's like when I got a tattoo, and I was like, that's a criminal thing to do. I'm like, no, mom, it's like, it's not the, <laughs> it's not the 40s anymore. People get tattoos. But, um, and then it kind of, 
and then that conversation about the hair kind of drilled down. And I was like, yeah, well, surprise. I was that like uh, that gift from American Horror Story. Oh, uh, my God. Surprise. Surprise. Bitch. <laughs> 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 she thought she'd seen the last of me. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, but. Yeah, and then it kind of was like an insane time, but it was unplanned. And wow. I feel like coming out is a constant. You're always kind of coming out as a yep. queer person. You're not really like there's never a moment where you're like, okay, this is it, and then it's like smooth sailing from here on out. Yeah, which is sad, but that's the truth. And it's so true. Yeah, yeah. I I think people just when you feel it's right. Mm-hmm. I don't feel people should be like pushed into it or. It's your thing. It's like, if you want to tell people, tell people. Obviously, it's better to be your authentic self and feel the freedom to live your life as you want to live your life. Mm-hmm. But if there's, there's so many factors in people's lives that like I wouldn't even begin to fathom. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, so it's like people should take take their time and do it at their own pace. Self-care first. Sorry, Jesse, yeah. did you get me a wet cloth? My insane cat cut me. Please and thank you. <laughs> um yeah, well, it's funny, like, so Tom and I watched Milk. Jesse, he's bleeding out over here. Shut up, Thomas. <laughs> um, Tom and I watched Milk last week in, like, in San Francisco in 70s, it was, yeah? Was it? Yeah. Um, the whole thing was, like, you have to come out. Like, coming out was the be-all, end-all of queer accomplishment yeah. at the time. And we were just, like, thinking how funny is it that we moved on from that because you can't expect anyone to put themselves in that position anymore. And um, I think it kind of has to lie on... Um, like the the subtle things you were saying like mm-hmm. yes if you can be overt about it absolutely be overt about it but um there's nothing okay about pressuring people into putting themselves in like a unsafe environment you know yeah exactly i mean tom has a hard time with that and i, it's I do something too. i think a lot about i know like um, even casey like three episodes ago was like <laughs> even then i'd say push push those boundaries a bit and like i also agree with that it's safe. Listen, safety first. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Agree with that. Yeah. What's your stance, Tom? That you kind of. I don't know. I, I, I like. It's something that I'm still thinking a lot about. I like pushing the closet door open mm-hmm. uh, because I'm just like a shit disturber. But um, <sighs> no, it's I know. So tricky, and I hate being that because voice. But representation, like a... I, I just, it's so important. The more yeah. queer faces, the more queer voices, the more the young people are going to see that. And feel okay, and that's really where my concern lies mm-hmm. with the with the youth and their struggles. Mm-hmm. And and if they see it, they'll they're gonna do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you if you, I get it, if it's a bit hard for you, I would suggest fucking doing it anyway because yep. you're gonna in the mm-hmm. long run help help someone who who might need to see you do that. That's that's fair. Yeah, I completely. That's it is a weird kind of it's a like a balancing act. So Mm -hmm. on one hand you have that, on the other hand, but also I hope that at least now we kind of have enough. Well, not enough. There's definitely not enough, but it's not completely in the shadows where you can you have to like go out of your way to find any queer people in like mainstream media or something. That's right. Yeah. So I I would hope that the, the people we have now are giving younger people the courage they need to to take this step. Mm-hmm. But like you said, like we have, you don't situations. It might be a safety issue. Like people are not mentally ready. It's yeah. Yeah. So many factors. It's true. Yeah. And like, what are you coming out as, you know, like yeah. if you're someone who is identified female at birth, but then like is coming out as nonconforming or male, like yeah. the chances of you um, attracting violence is much higher. Much and, higher. You know what I mean? Right. Like It's also, rich for me to say as like a, you know, well off yeah. cis white man. Yeah. yeah. Um, also like, 
anniversary of Matthew Shepard's murder was like last week. And like in those instances, anyway, yeah. Specificity always needs to be implanted into this, but I think it is important that we just like respect each other. Right. At the end of the day, did yeah. I just say that? Is this PBS? It might be now. <laughs> PBS. <laughs> Welcome to our show with puppets. I just want more queer people. And if someone who has like in the past been a bigot, knows and loves a queer person which mm-hmm. everyone fucking does mm-hmm. they're more likely to come around to mm-hmm. you know also if you're scared of gay sex just like try it like just try it you're probably afraid who are of you it. talking to right now <laughs> i have a few people in my mind <laughs> if you'd really like a guy to blow you just like see if you don't hate gays like you can always call me that's fine um, but don't knock it till you try it, right? You, you know, know what? Actually, on that, sorry, I'm gonna take it slightly serious from that amazing, th- amazing yeah. plug for your for your services. <laughs> um, I feel a lot of people like associate immediately when they hear like anything like gay, lesbian. It's immediately like a sexual thing. No oh, one yeah. ever like, and I, you guys talked about this on um, one of your episodes, but it's like this tie-in of sexuality and identity, and it's like you, that's. I feel when you come out to someone or people who don't take it really well, immediately go like, oh my God, you're having gay sex and yeah. you're like all the things you must be doing. Mm-hmm. But it's never just like regular people stuff. Like you just, you know, you just, you have a person you like, you fall in love with a person, you just like live a boring life with that person. Like so many relationships. Oh my God, that sounds awful. But like, like so many <laughs> you straight relationships. Are, <laughs> um, but like, you know, it's just, that's not all it is. And yeah. people need to kind of, dissociate those two i mean it's obviously a, a part of it mm-hmm. but that's not all your son or daughter is going to be doing that's not who they are yeah it's like yeah. the sex you're is... forgetting about the love like you're yeah about the, like humanity exactly because that doesn't matter like the sex is the demon in the closet like that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why i said that is because that's the thing that's so repressed in people and like it's their first point of fear is is the non-normative sex but then the irony of that is the first thing you ask a little boy or a little girl is like do you have a girlfriend or boyfriend? And for some reason, that's not sexual. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're able to dissociate sex from heterosexual relationships, but not from... Well, that's exactly that's an right. That's relationship. Yeah. So if right? I hear... And, and, like, I'm like I'm the monster here, too. I'm the heteronormative asshole who, when I hear about a uh, queer relationship, I picture them having sex. Like, yeah. that's just something my brain goes to, and Your that's really fucked also... up. And it's not what I do with hetero people. Right. And so, like, I'm part of the system, too. I get it. Right. And it's why I'm why I don't usually bring it up with say my parents or something. I don't want them to think of me as a sexual person. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I know that my brain jumps there, I worry Mm -hmm. that their brain jumps there too. That's so true. It's like, it's programmed. It's like so socially acceptable at this point. Yeah. Um, Also your libido is the size of this apartment. So I mean, that makes a lot of (laughs) sense, Tom. I'm fine. There was a guy bent over changing the air in his tire today. And Tom just said, oh, I really just need to fuck something today. (laughs) Elliot, you can't say that. Accountability first, Thomas, right? (laughs) Elliot, you can't expose me like that. I'm so. Oh my God, you're so red. I love it. It's. It's an actual. <laughs> it's an actual moment. I'm so embarrassed. And that's not who I actually was talking about. You assumed it, but I wasn't. I was talking about the Rajneeshi guy filling up his car. Oh, I would have fucked the what? Over what guy. Rajneeshi? No, well, when you pointed it out, I didn't disagree. That's why I didn't correct you. But there was a guy dressed all in burgundy, like a Rajneeshi. Oh, um, now, I'm so versed in that now that I watch that show. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a professional about these things. No, Tom wanted to give him salmonella poisoning. <laughs> Maybe I still will. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that. I didn't realize it would get that reaction. No, no, I love it. Like, fucking expose me. It's fun, but oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, 
Anton, you're partnered, right? Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Let's go into yeah, it. Yeah. How's dating uh-huh. in the city? Um, How was dating or how is how dating? How was. Yeah. How was finding him? I, uh, I don't know. Toronto's weird. It's like a weird place. It's... It's a thing. I mean, you know what? I had like for the, when I was uh, when I was single, I was like, oh my god, no one, no one likes me. I'm. It really like does a number on your self confidence. I feel being in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it is about Toronto. Yeah. Or maybe it's everywhere. But I think it's Toronto. But people it's, come here to achieve their dreams, but that never involves having a partner. Do you know what I mean? Everyone yeah. just wants to use everyone else. I feel. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, it's something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's the revolving door of yeah. W- who's like what's in who's next mm-hmm. i know it's it's i don't know i feel like it's a sad situation here so how did you yeah i agree how did you make this one stick oh my god my parents don't know yet oh. that i'm in a relationship no no not that i mean they probably won't be listening to this but <laughs> if, if they might I'm emailing be, it to them. We get, <laughs> <laughs> that's not violent tom <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's uh Wait, what was the question? Um, I completely, completely your partner, how did you make it work? Like, yeah. how did you, number one, find him? Uh, am I allowed to name him? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Actually, you know what? I don't know. I'm fine okay. with you naming him. I no, don't know if he he's He might fine. not be. He's very Let's private, just say him. Name. Anyway, we'll call him Consuelo. Consuelo. So how did you it's meet Consuelo? And how did you make it last? Um, Consuelo. <laughs> oh, he's going to love it. Um, oh, shit. Oh. Uh, it was uh, we met first through a mutual friend, and then we kind of reconnected online like a, year, a full year after, and then it kind of I don't know, it just kind of happened. It didn't have there wasn't any like set dates mm-hmm. per se. It was just kind of like, oh, we're we dating now. <laughs> oh wait, it's it's are it's, we official? It's 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 official, yeah. And yeah, and then that was that was a long time ago. In like dog years, yeah, gay so. gay dating years are like dog years. I feel like multiply it by seven, right? That makes sense. Yeah, ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd say approximately. Yeah, and here we are now. What That's are your awesome. secrets? How do you keep it? What are my fresh se- and fun? How do you keep it fresh and fun? Um, <laughs> I'm actually looking for advice. Yeah. You have a quasi abusive relationship. I'm kidding. Oh, dude. No. oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I know, but like we're very like. Uh, we have very uh, a lot of like in like inside jo- a lot of inside jokes. We have like a different language almost, but it also a very kind of I would I want to say like violent is a bad word to use. It's not violent, but you know like not being afraid to. It's like when you're not being afraid to you know be violent. <laughs> like, I'm trying to find another word. It's a word. very um uh uh. uh a dark sense of humor. it's a dark sense of humor like exactly self deprecating and also like. Uh, Exactly, like he's, to each other. Like yeah. we always fall into it at family functions. We do, yes. By, you you like, know that really cutting into each other. Uh, like your, yeah, your we have included, and then the rest of the family is kind of like, oh wow. Like, yeah, <laughs> it would, it makes white people very uncomfortable. I love it. Like yeah. uh, I'm, but I love making white people uncomfortable. I make racial jokes all the time. <laughs> it's not hard to do. And then really. waitress is always like, oh, should I laugh at that? I'm like, you can laugh, girl. I said it. It was like, it's not like some random. I love it. That's it. So I'm the waitress. I'm like, <laughs> can I? I have a um, a making it work story. Can I interject at this moment? Oh, making it work story. with Vigo. With Vigo, yeah. So my partner and I have been together for seven and a half years now. Oh wow! If I can do math properly, yeah, seven and a bit. Um, That's disgusting. It is disgusting. Yeah. And not that like sex is like a big part of making it work because him and I have an amazing sex life, the two of us. But we also uh, invite other people into our sex life occasionally. 
Occasionally. As semi, I don't know what the definition of occasionally is. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It, it, we'll go for dry spells and then we'll have like a fling. It's the for kind like of thing. Four hours. That, and- <laughs> Tom, please stop talking. <laughs> when it starts up again, sometimes it like is more fun and it happens in like a landslide. Anyway, you've got me in a tizzy now. Um, so our thing was like I was 17, we met, and I just didn't want to like be 40 one day and personally worried that I'd missed out on anything. So we like, and same goes for him. All to say, we met this guy on Grinder recently. I need to be as vague as possible because I don't know who knows this person. And What's I don't his first like... and last name? <clears throat> I'll text it to you as we're sitting here. Uh, anyways, we met on Grinder, and it was just kind of like a very strange series of events. Um, and he's like a very hot older man. I was like, first of all, is this person real? Because it's very confusing. And then we realized that we couldn't go to either one of our houses um, for whatever reason. We had like people working in our closet. Um, and... So we met in a park and then went to his business that he owned. Oh, he has a business. He has a business and he's a healthcare professional. So he lets us into this place and we go into the back room where there's the doctor table. And we fucking tied this guy to a doctor's table and had sex with him. And it was like... You tied him to the table? Yeah. We used one of the like sheets from the doctor's office, tied his hands underneath the table, took his shirt off and tied it around his eyes. And like fucked him on this table, and it was so hot. Wow! Oh my God. Yeah. This Elliot. Yeah, it was. So I feel like hot. I'm in an HBO special. I'm could incredibly jealous. I could this. not deal. And he like put porn on on. He the, put porn on? on the like doctor computer. Um, on the doctor. Yeah. Why did he put porn on? Um, I guess I think it might be an older person thing. I've never, I've never done that, but I don't know. Yeah, he put porn on. Um. An older person thing. Do you, I don't know. It's. I was just like, let's How go with it. How old was he, Elliot? I actually don't know. I'm going to say Guess. like mid-40s, late 40s. Um, he was in really good shape, so it's like, it's very hard to tell. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> fucking Was he hot. white? Yeah, he was white. Um, which is shocking that he aged well, right? Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> unproblematic white people age better. Do you know what I mean? Like racists look like a raisin by the time they're 30. You mm. know what I mean? <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. That yeah, is so true. Love it. Um, anyway, yeah, that was my little story. Um, um, but it was so, like, it was like a fantasy. I love that. Like, I'm so, like, uh, I love this. He I'm also called me it. daddy, which. Oh, that's absurd. You're 20 or something. Than <laughs> but it was just, like, fun. It was, like, kind of role-playing, you know? Right. And I'm especially, like, I'm not that proud of you, but I'm especially proud of Vigo for doing this. Yeah. Because Vigo's a little bit, you know. Nervous. Nervous. And he needs to plan everything out. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> it was very, like cute spontaneous like meet in a park have sex at a doctor's table cute <laughs> you know like that really universal experience you know, just, that we all yeah have. yeah hashtag when you meet someone in a park can have sex on the doctor's table exactly I just, like i'm so mad because i was also that was like maybe one of the worst days of my year when this mm-hmm. when you t- told me this happened and i was just so mad that i was like at home doing work and not sleeping because i was working so hard and you were off like fucking a doctor on his goddamn table like well, you should just get grinder it happened in literally five i got grinder yesterday Yay. Oh, you never had it? No, no, because I'm very bad at online anything. So did you? Did you meet most people in real life? Yeah. Wow, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that was. Possible. I go to the bar a lot. To where? The bar. Oh, the bar. The yeah. Bar. Oh, I did, I'm just. I'm just amazed because no one. Everyone's very like. No one talks to anyone anymore, especially not in Toronto. No. I know, but I. I need like that's my like. I like also. Uh, there's something. Uh, Grinder isn't that sexy. To me, like meeting someone and like, you know, the anticipation and yeah, the, I like, hear you. Y- you know, 
my nerves and everything like well, really my most yeah. ideal hookup is like you meet a boy on like the dance floor and then you're not sure if you're gonna go home with each other because that chase is really fun i'm hard listening to you describe that personally right though <laughs> um anton were you ever on grinder before you met your partner yeah that's kind of how we reconnected right it was reconnected yeah, re- yeah because we met initially through um like the mutual friend that we had and then i literally just told you the story like five seconds ago, <laughs> you you look confused. Uh, sorry, go 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 on. Tom wants to <laughs> no, ask no. you specifics, but we can't. Is that uh, yeah? Why? I'm just uh, trying to figure out how to ask questions oh, that I'm not allowed to ask. Oh, right? okay. Right. Um, no, no, because we, we met. We had a mutual friend, and we met like in passing, and then it was on Grinder on at Nui Blanche when I was still at OCAD, and I was like, I was doing an assignment, and I was like, oh, it's Nui Blanche, let's go. And then he was like, let's go um, see art things. <laughs> and we went to see the art things. That's so yeah. cute. Did you like play the field on Grinder prior to being partnered? What does play the field mean? I really hate that I use that expression. <laughs> I don't even know what sport it's alluding to. Um, did did you meet a lot of people? Like, were you like active on Grinder? No, I I I, wa- I was on there, but it was it was really it's I don't know. Maybe I have a, like a skewed view of what a lot of people is, but I feel like no, I didn't meet a lot of people. Right. It was. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was always just like, it was a huge hit and miss. It was like a like an eighty twenty to twenty success rate, eighty failure rate. Mm. Let's and get those stats up. That makes me feel better. Yeah, that I think makes, that's what Grinder is though. Like oh, people okay. don't really it doesn't really come to fruition quite often. I feel right. Yeah, and honestly, at the time it wasn't like a like it wasn't really a hookup thing for me either. It was although like you know it what happens happens, but it, I wasn't there being like, oh my god looking right now it was very like just talking to people yeah, yeah and yeah. people i don't know if this is a grinder thing but people on grinder clearly are not there to like do that much conversation it's kind of hard to find someone who's gonna just kind of be like oh cool hi so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's valid it's a hard knock life it is hard knock life out there for y'all fags <laughs> <laughs> i don't it's know really why. hard for me i hate it yeah i bet especially on well it's only your second like- day <laughs> well, I mean, like your I second. I just mean in de- re- general dating and things. Oh, like that. general like, dating. Yeah. Like I'm so fucked by it. Like I yeah, just confusing. I can't do it. I think you might need to lower your standards, which is not something I like telling people. Excuse me? Maybe. <laughs> you think I should lower my standards? I realize the irony in that because I also know that you barely have any. But I feel like, <laughs> but I feel like sex and relationships are different. Like you have a lot of, um, you have a lot of, um, not buzz kills, but like. Red deal bikes, breakers turn off deal breakers yeah i do have a lot of deal breakers do you know what i mean do you yes it's like yeah you Ooh. can stick your penis in like the bhagwan but like at the end of the day are you gonna date him <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> oh you... okay okay Does sorry i miss i miss uh construed what you were saying you're saying i should lower my standards for sexual hookups <laughs> for hookups i meant for relationships for relationships yeah so you think i should lower my standards yeah oh absolutely no, I not i don't agree with that i, I don't doubt- agree with that that's so wrong. Like, no way. It's a pretty violent thing to say to a friend, isn't it? I think you should just date whoever comes your way, Tom. Just, just settle. I don't like... Wait, what do you... Explain yourself right now. I feel like maybe some people have more to offer than they can initially show you, and that maybe you don't stick with it long enough to know if there's, like, a nougat at the center of okay. a twink. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. This... I, Jesse, stop laughing. So he's just wheezing in the background. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense to me. That that's something different than lowering my standards. Sorry, yeah. Um d- developing patience. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm done. done. This I'm is done. my I'm last done. podcast <laughs> with you. I can't believe this. Developing patience. He's on a roll here. Well, I've certainly lost it for you. <laughs> Can you do an empathy check? How am I doing right now? Good? <laughs> am I doing good? We're, our empathy check is at zero right now. <laughs> no, Tom. I'm sorry. I love you. Let's fight about this later. Okay, let's fight about this later. <laughs> um, um, we need to... I, yeah. We have some lightning round questions for you. We're going to quote at you. Do Can you know we quote at you? Uh, no. It's when you release like air from... Your, your penis. Urethra. Isn't that a... Oh, that's that's not a thing. Yeah. I actually was having a full-on <laughs> argument about if queefs are real with my friends the other day. And obviously they are. You know but, they are. They, like, but, we had a person live queef on air. Oh. On oh. What? I... Because... Okay, so I Googled it, and I found a YouTube video of someone doing it, like, live on, right. a, on a podcast. <laughs> I don't think it was yours. Did you film that? It probably wasn't yours. Uh, I don't we didn't we film it, that. no. For more info, check out episode eight. Our live show, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was hilarious. Yeah. It's for sure real. Um, what we've learned through this podcast is that quoffing more happens when you're inserting instruments into your urethra. Oh, stop. Yep. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a no for me. So when you pull it it's out. It's a no for me, dog. Are you sure? It's a, a no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So so we should do a dumbbell-ended sounding. Sounding? Yeah. So anything counts as an answer. As soon as we answer, we'll move on to the next question. And the rule is that we'll give you a minute. A lot of people take a lot longer than a minute. Um, but try. Okay, I'm kind of nervous now, but let's don't do it. don't be. We'll, okay, we'll okay. into it. Thomas, whenever you're ready. Do you want me to start? Please. That's the third time you've called me Thomas today. I don't know. You're in a Thomas mood. You you look dapper. Your hair is really nice. I feel like our relationship is different today. I feel like you're my daddy. I'm also not <laughs> drinking today, so maybe that has to do with it. Oh, and like, I've had like four glasses of wine. Take my hand. I'll, I'll lead the way <laughs> today. <stuff>. Oh, <laughs> good good job. <laughs> Jesse got that. <laughs> Okay, Tom, go. Uh, who was your first TV crush? Oh, la, 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 la. Um, Justin Baldoni. Jock strap or strapping jock? Um, I don't know what the second one is. So is is there time for explanation? Or should yeah, just we can it? we can cut the whatever. Like like a, like, stra- a, like a big like a strapping lad. Like oh oh like oh, a oh, strapping jock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lord of the Rings or cock rings? Not neither. They're both boring. Melania or Michelle? Melania. Oh, no. Um, obviously, <laughs> Michelle. What kind of a question is that? <laughs> uh, Snow White or Snow Fight? Uh, Snow Fight. Virgin Mary or Bloody Mary? Uh, Virgin Mary. I'm slightly religious. <laughs> uh, wow, I'm glad we didn't touch on that. Autumn <laughs> Bottom or Summer Bummer? Summer Bummer. Red Lobster or Blue Crabs? Uh... I'm going to say blue crabs because I never had red lobster. Mm-hmm. You probably shouldn't. Hot off the press or hot off the panini press? Hot off the panini press, obvi. What's your favorite sound? Ooh, that's a good one. What's my favorite sound? What's my favorite sound? Um, um, oh, this is hard. Okay. You can take some time. It's okay. Can I talk through my thing? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really Please interested do, yeah. in, in um, I feel like it has something to do with the sound of like... Like, do you know when, you know when, uh, this is weird, but you know when a doctor is, like, checking your, I don't know if this is, like, an ancient system to do. Like, when they put your hands on the stomach and they, like, do, like, a, like, a, they tap their hand. I don't know what it does. Yeah. It's like checking a melon if a melon's ripe and does that, like, thud sound. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, it's, I like that hollow, it's like a comforting sound. It's like, like when something's very, hard on the outside and hollow on the inside. Yeah, and it's like, like but me. it's. Like oh me. <laughs> 
Let's all tap Tom after this. <laughs> but yeah, that sound. I that was really specific, and I loved. That. I love that. Jesse, Tommy. how are we? Is that a minute? Oh shit. Oh, we're, oh, at, two we're at two minutes. <laughs> um, that was really good. I'm glad we went in on that last question. Oh, sorry. I yeah, I stole some time away from that. No, that's totally fine. Um, I always realize how stupid those questions are as I'm reading it. Um, blue <laughs> yeah. crabs. What are what is? What, blue yeah, crab? what are blue crabs? Yeah, who wrote that? <laughs> I don't remember. Did you come up with that or did I? I, it's not mine. I probably came up with that. <laughs> Maybe it was Jesse. Sorry, Jesse. Jesse, how dare stop you? being stupid. Trying to sabotage <laughs> us. Um, so, Anton, if you wouldn't mind taking a glance over my shoulder here. Yes. Uh, this is Pamela, our mascot. Oh. Maybe describe what kind of vibe she's giving you right What's now. Today, aura. yeah. Um, Pamela is giving me, well, I feel like she's kind of basic today. She looks, um, she, she like, she had a hard night last night. But today she's committed to going to the gym So she hasn't really done her hair Like it's left over from last night And she threw on her ex-boyfriend's hoodie Because uh, he left her for being a mess I don't know That's hilarious and Because that is literally my ex-boyfriend's hoodie <laughs> Oh, I love it yeah. And so she like She's like, I can't find my sneakers Because she's kind of too Like too doesn't care So she's wearing Birkenstocks I don't know, sandals. Yeah. They are and Birk, she's yeah. taking, for some reason, she's going to the gym, but she's taking her own personal dumbbell with her. <laughs> it's very basic. It's yeah, very it's basic very basic. Yeah. I'm like surprised she didn't it. have a, like a frappe. Oh my God, she oh, should have had a frappe. Had a frappe. Yeah. She, maybe she already drank it. She's just so hungover. She, 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 needed to she like, had a frappe enema. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. A frappe enema. Um, that's perfect. Also, of course, she's single. Like, look at her. Her life is in shambles, you know? Yeah, Listen, she's... I feel attacked by this. Yeah, no, she's she's feeling it today. Like, look at her face, though. I know. Yeah. It's very, like... She's committed. She yeah. is committed. There's, like, a stoicism, but also she's petrified at being alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, before I need we to stop end, over-identifying with her, so... Before we end our Happy Fagsgiving episode, I yeah. would just like to ask you for a silver lining, which can be a good thing that happened to you today or this week, or just something that brightens up your life. A silver lining that happened to me recently. If you want a minute to think, do you want? Yeah, start? please. You okay. gotta go for it first. Uh, I can go. Yep, go ahead. Uh, I was really stressed out, as you know. Like mm-hmm. um, poor Elliot and uh, Jesse got a lot of my stress this week, um, but I had a bunch of programs starting at work. And I don't know why I stress so much. Like, my programs are fucking good. I need to relax. And I had a student show up for the first day of program that I was really stressed about. And they, um, we were going around saying our names and introducing ourselves. And they said, uh, oh, um, I don't know what name to tell you. And I'm so stupid, I didn't clue in. I was like, what do you mean? Like, what's your name? Like, say whatever your name is. (laughs) And they were like, okay, but like, um, so... Uh, what I, I still don't know what name. Uh, well, you can be what you can be named whatever you want. Like, tell me whatever name you want to be called. Mm-hmm. And so they said, their I shouldn't say it because they're yeah, my student. But they said their name, which was uh, male's name. And so they had just decided that they were going to transition. Oh, that's amazing. they had just decided this, and um, so uh, I was so excited and like all of my stress went away because I'm like oh right this is so important like I've created it or or we've created a space that Mm -hmm. somebody can come and decide to transition and feel comfortable in this space Uh, this 14 year old you know telling us that Mm -hmm. they want to do this 
I love that your stress brain was like, what is your name? Like, yeah, yeah, just, that's like, right. Just tell me what, that's who right. you are. Yeah, yeah, it's my coordinator brain being like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then my like, you know, it was just so cool. It was exactly, I don't know. I, It was so cool that these, you know, these young mm-hmm. people can feel empowered to be able to do this. And I, I'm really happy to be able to uh, help facilitate spaces that are safe for people to do that. I love that. Yeah, that is nice. Um, my silver lining is not going to sound like a silver lining, but at the end, I swear it is. Yeah, right. Uh, so yesterday I was actually, um, no hyperbole, the most hungover I've ever been in my entire life. Um, I genuinely spent eight hours thinking I was going to die. Uh, I had puked nine times and I'm at my, my parents' place in Mississauga, basically. And so I like was so scared all day about how the fuck I was going to get home because I had to get home. Uh, like I would literally, I chewed on an ice cube and then vomited. Like that's how hungover I was. Um, thought I was going to die. Could not take the bus. So I called an Uber and I had like just finished. This is really disgusting. I'm sorry. Just finished vomiting. And I was like, okay, now's the time to call the Uber. Cause there's nothing left in my stomach. I'll be fine. Uh, played it really cool. Didn't say anything. Was keeping it really calm. Then we like got like, we were going to go on the highway and he like went around this really long circular thing and he was blasting like deep house music just like repetitive beats and like my vision started going black and I was like I'm going to die in this car and I was like excuse me sir can you please pull over in the meekest way possible and he pulled over and I just stumbled out of his van and vomited on the side of the road as people were walking by just hunched over not the first time I've done that probably won't be the last Uh, and then I was like okay I'm fine I went to go get back in his van and I was like just a second and I puked right beside the van and I fully thought he was gonna be like, can you call another Uber? Like, I can't drive you or get mad at me. But he was so fucking nice. He was like making sure I was okay. He drove slower than we had to, to make sure I was fine. He kept asking me like if I needed anything, if I needed any water. And like in that vulnerable feeling, the tiniest human decency made me feel so safe. And it was just really sweet. And like, I feel like I don't get a lot of interactions in Toronto, especially that of just have like basic human decency. Um, so to that Uber driver, I just want to say, um, I love you and thanks because I thought I was going to die in your cab. That's so, so dear. That yeah. really nice. I need um, to stop drinking. We do. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> we need to circle back to the fact that this happens to quite frequently. Uh, often. Doctors who are listening, yeah. I might be allergic to wheat because every time I drink beer, this happens. Can you let me know? Right. So why don't you try not drinking beer for a while and yes. see if that's. I probably vomit like 10 times a month, which is too much. 10 times a month? Really? Jesse's shaking his head at me. Um, and laughing. Yeah, so, so I don't know if that's like an yes understatement or, or an I overstatement. An I think it's yeah. an overstatement. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Probably like five. Anyway, this is... Because I haven't puked in And I feel like anything years. anything over like once a month is it's over a lot. Once. I would agree. Yeah. So. I would say even that is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, even that is a lot. I feel like it's a twice a year thing. I'm allergic to... I should not drink, probably. Um, no, no, no. I need you to drink. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to keep me sick. You have, like, Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> He's willing to take that risk. Um, Anton, what's your silver lining? Shit. Well, I was listening, so I'm, like, kind of still not... You can take your time. We can cut it My silver lining. Um, I don't know, man. I play The Sims a lot, like, yesterday. What? The Sims. Is What? You're looking what? at me like I'm crazy. Is that the computer game where you're... Where you're, like, Sims? It's in, on like, multiple consoles, but yeah. But yeah, it's started off all, as a computer alternate game. Alternate universe, like... Oh, no, you know... Living a life? Yeah, living a life. You, like, build families and, like... Houses lives and have... And yeah. My and Sims mom passed away at dinner. Oh, no. <laughs> so, wait, I don't know what this means, but I'm really sorry. Um, and the Green Reaper came and we tried to beg for her life, but it didn't work. But um, that's not the silver lining. The silver lining... <laughs> 
<laughs> is um, I actually today like I came here and I don't know if this is a silver lining, but it's just something I've thought about. I brought my camera, and the reason I did that was because I feel a lot of times I've been out and I see things happening. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had my camera. I wish I, like, that's amazing. Like, mm-hmm. last night I was out walking my dog and I looked up the CN Tower. It was, it was kind of foggy and the tower was, like, the point was pink at the top. So now that I say it, it's really weird and sexual. But <laughs> it was like, it was, the whole thing was blue, but then at the tip it was pink. Um, and it was kind of glowing. And I was like, that looks amazing. That would look amazing if I could take a proper photo of it, but mm. I didn't have my camera. So I did it on my phone. And, uh, now I'm kind of like resolving to carrying my camera around to if anything happens. I feel like I need to. It's small cool. enough, I so love that. yeah. I love that. Just capture things as they happen. I'm the same. Like I have so much anxiety when I don't have my camera with me because I feel like it's in those moments that I see really cool things. And then when I bring my camera, nothing seems to happen. And yeah, it's really this upsetting. is so. Yeah, there's been so many uh-huh. times where I've brought my Murphy's camera law. and I'm like, well, this was a waste of time. Right. I just have to lug this thing around now. Um. Can, so as we were doing, uh, like, I just want to point out to listeners the. F- fog outside has gotten so dense mm-hmm. that oh, you can't really see, see off the balcony anymore. It's very scary and there was like a dog barking. It's kind of just like us in this world. It yeah, feels I like. just feel like we're about to be engulfed by this mist and um, so if this is my last word. Though. Someone call Marsha Gay Harden. Am I right? That is so specific. Thank is you. that? Are you talking about the mist? That is yeah. so yes. Oh, love it. Her love character it, love, so it, love, it, love it. Love it. Unbelievable in that fucking movie. That movie. I hated her. Scarred I mean, obviously, you were meant to hate her. Yeah. That movie. I can't believe how the scarred I was. The spider thing. Yeah. Did you Holy remember the spider shit. thing? That was disturbing. The as end. Of, no. The end of it. The end of it. The end is of it. So fucked oh, up. No, I can't get over it. Oh my god! Everyone go watch the mist and come back and talk to us about it. I can't. No, don't watch it. Don't watch it. It's so fucked up. It's so good. It's too upsetting. I love it. Well, we're in it now. So we need to allocate post-apocalyptic roles. And Artemis, who are you going to be? Obviously, Rebecca Gay. Marsha Gay Hart. Yeah, that's very true. I was thinking of Rebecca Gay Hart, who's different. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably time to wrap this fucking mess up. I'm Anton. We can cut this if you don't want to, but do you want to plug your handles for people? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love plugs. Um, Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, y'all. Um, it's so hard to say. It's like a long name. It's Anton Tankovic. Let's, should I spell that out? I, if, I don't know. Just It's Anton Tankovic. We're, we're going to tag you in Fi- yeah, yeah, figure out how to spell things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sound them out. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, and... Um, yeah, and uh, that I've, that's pretty much it. I don't have other things. Amazing. Do our oh. listeners have permission to like DM you questions if they're like, oh, I wish they asked Anton that? Yeah, of course. D- yeah, DM me. I love people who slide into my DMs. Cool. Not all of them, me but too. most of them. Yeah. Um, and we should also say quickly before we go, we do have our live show coming up. We It'll do. Be the season finale of season two yep. on October 19th. Place. November. Oh, oh sorry. November, Jesse like Jesse just perked like, right his up. eyes started bleeding. <laughs> Mistake. Uh, <laughs> uh, November nineteenth. Apologies. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to tell you the place yet, but we will tell you that there are some uh, familiar voices. Is it a like a live? Is there going to be an audience? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I will attend that. Yay! That's um, fun. We're if actually you're listening, going to ask you to do more than attend, but yeah. Oh, if you're listening, tell all your friends. Um, start spreading the word for us, little faglets, and yeah. um, let's make this the best season finale possible. Yeah. Uh, also, 
Pamela is another week along in her pregnancy. Yeah. Um, How are you feeling, Pamela? I didn't know she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah we found out last well, week. Well, that frumpy sweater really covers it up. Right? It's hiding her baby bump. <laughs> I think she feels a little bit, like, sick. Like, maybe she's going to the gym to get past her, like, sickness. Yeah, she's going to throw up outside of her Uber van. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's pregnant, and the party is going to be a gender reveal for her baby. Yeah. Um, even though we told her gender is a social so construct, she like, really wants demanding. to uphold it. Yeah. Well, she's basic, so, like, basics yeah. do that. It's so true. Right. She has a frappuccino. No offense to anyone who's had a gender reveal party. Oh, offense, please. Mild <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so stay tuned for that. Thank yeah. you all for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. We love you all. Um, and Anton, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This was fun. This was and so fun. we will see you all next Tuesday. Bye. 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 No, one, two, ready, go. Yes. Yes.